a.m. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie. Welcome. It's a beautiful Thursday night in Seattle. No rain. It's been actually, actually gorgeous all day long. I, the sun was out. The sky was clear. In fact, I actually saw the moon, which will be full, I think, on the 10th of December, so sometime next week. So how, how was your day today, Tom? Did you enjoy it, the outdoors? Um, it wasn't really outside too much, but it was a good day. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd like to see the sunshine come out. Absolutely gorgeous. So when I bring up the weather and talking about where I am in Seattle, all of you are in Seattle and around the country and around the world. It's helping all of us to ground, at least to Seattle time anyway. <laughs> so tonight we're talking about challenges, basically, or the things that you think are in your life that are a mess causing problems. And hopefully when you call in, you'll find out why it's not a problem and why it's really a gift and what you can do to help recognize that, realize it, and make some significant changes in your life to allow that to come true. I have a couple of announcements um, this evening. Um, so go ahead, Tom, and hand out the phone number so that people can call in. Okay. If you want to go ahead and give us a call, do that at one 825 8828 That number one more time, 877-825-8828, or locally, 425-373-5527. Wonderful. So one of the announcements is the Wednesday night class that I've always taught at the Seattle Marriott Residence Inn on Lake Union. Um, February, or I mean, excuse me, January, I will absolutely be there. But then we're going to switch over to the Redmond Town Center on the east side and teach the Wednesday night classes there from 7 to 9 p.m. So you'll be able to go shopping at the Redmond Town Center, grab a bite to eat, do any of the things that you need to do to get um, your life adjusted before you come in and listen to a two-hour class. So I'm very excited about that. And we'll be teaching some of the classes there as well, and then most likely some of our other classes at the Seattle Lake Union. So that's kind of a fun, exciting thing that's going on. And also my newsletter will be out um, next week, so the quarterly newsletter will be there. Um, and I have a new feature in this newsletter. It's called Ask Marie, so people can write into the website and ask questions um, about their life. It'll be fairly anonymous. I'll use your first name. Of course, I guess you could use a fake first name, but you might want to make it original or unique. Um, And then I'll have the question um, listed and then I'll answer and give my reading. And as always, I don't have to know someone. I never have to meet them or even see a picture of them to read their energy. So you can write in with um, your questions, and I'll go ahead and answer them. I'll answer about four per newsletter. And so you want to specify that when you write into the website that you're interested in having a question answered within the newsletter. And there are three already listed in the newsletter, and so I hope you enjoy it. And I'd love to have your feedback about that as well. I, th- I think that's really fun and exciting. And because the holidays are coming up, just remember you can get CDs on the website for your family members and your friends or gift certificates for classes or private sessions or for CDs or whatever it is that you think they may want. So tonight we're talking about problems, and I know that doesn't seem like a very positive topic, really. (laughs) Most people would say no. (laughs) Yeah, but one of the things about problems is that they really are blessings in our lives. They truly are events that are bringing something to our attention so that we can heal a certain part of our life and move forward. So they're not really problems. Yeah, no, it's all about learning a lesson. 
It is about learning the mm-hmm. lesson. Yeah. In fact, you know, you and I were talking a little bit before the show about there was something that we were each working on, you know, a year ago when we met, you yeah. know, because we met um, last year in the fall and we both finished working on it. And we were just kind of excited and going, wow, that's interesting. You know, what are we going to work on next year? Yeah. And, yeah I have no idea now. <laughs> I know. And that was a fun conversation because yeah. that means, hmm. It's time to start thinking about something new. Right. It would be fun. That you want to work on and, and can have it resolved in some incredible fashion within a year's time. Yeah, who knows? Because right? if it happens in an unexpected way like the last one, I'll never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's another thing that Tom and I were talking about is when things are random. You know, they just come out of nowhere. They're a big surprise. You don't know why they're happening. And then all of a sudden they're there to help shift and change your life in some way. Yeah. No, yeah. randomness is the best, I think. Oh, it's, it's so about, shocking. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, because it's it generally, and there's lots of things I find that seem really random. Right. And then later on you think about it and you're like, wow, that's really coincidental. and Right, synchronistic. Well, yes, very much so. <laughs> right. To the point where you don't know whether or not it was actually a coincidence. Right. There was actually a synchronicity with the universe bringing it all together, helping you to heal something in your life and bring something to fruition that you really want, that you can celebrate. Yeah. Right. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Feel free to call in. Tom, why don't you go? We have phone lines open. So go ahead and call in so I can answer your questions. And those numbers one more time. one 825 8828 One more time. 877-825-8828. Or locally. Wonderful. That's excellent. So here we are again live on the Marie Manucherry Show, and Tom's out there running to go answer the phone, so stay on the line. And we're talking about problems, so things in your life that you think are really serious problems. And I I know I've talked about a few of the circumstances in my own life, because when you're teaching, a lot of times what you have to use are your own circumstances, your own personal experiences. And I remember one year I was curious as to why I was going to go teach just an hour away from Seattle versus just maybe doing some more advertising in a particular town so that people could just drive an hour for a class. And as it turned out, one of my children who was attending a university in that town had a very difficult time um, that year. And and I I was kind of like, huh, I wonder why I'm going to drive up there once a month and and spend all this time, spend the night, get a hotel, see clients. Uh, And I actually had a really great time. It was a nice drive and all of that. Um, And it really was so I could help nurture my child. And so something I thought was going to be a little bit of a stretch in my schedule turned out to be a blessing because there was actually circumstances that I needed to take care of. And uh, and then within the year, the whole situation was resolved and I was able to go back to a little bit more of a relaxing schedule. So you never know why certain things are happening in your life and they may seem like a little bit of a stretch or a little bit difficult or kind of a wrench in your schedule or your life situation, but they can be and usually are a blessing. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines, Tom? Okay, we've got Chris calling from Des Moines. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, good. I'm good. doing good. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Well, will you be able to uh, read my energy and find out what might be going on? I started in October to have problems inside my mouth, mm. um, and I've had a biopsy taken, and it came back clean. I mean, no right. cancer or anything. Right. But um, I, 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 there's, like, little sores with, um, like, little little red like veins coming out of those, mm-hmm. like irritation. Mm-hmm. And I've been to the doctor numerous times, and he, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what it is. And right. I've never had, uh, you know, candidas or yeast or right. any of that. So Right. And and so are you aware of the chakra system? 
Yes. Okay, so the throat chakra is what governs the mouth and the teeth and the gums. The, yes. Right, the whole you know esophagus area and the neck, so the, yes. the vertebrae stuff. So this is going to be about fifth chakra issues. Do you agree? Yes. Okay, all right. And do you, do you know what the fifth chakra is about? Yeah, I have uh, Louise Hay's book, um, You Can Heal Your you can can heal Life. Your, yeah. Okay, so it's about speaking your truth. Yeah. And as I'm speaking to you, I'm actually looking at your energy system, and I see an interesting conflict. It's like where your consciousness is and where you express yourself are in two different frequency patterns. So you have awareness and, let's say, some consciousness and life that may be unique or different to the people that you hang around or work with or live with, and so you censor your language with them, and you don't really show up as the full person that you are. Uh, yes, that's very true. Okay, so your mouth is doing everything it can to bring this to your attention. You know, your mouth is working really hard to go, hey, yoo-hoo, hello, I'm, I'm irritating right now, I'm, I'm not very happy, nobody knows what's wrong, because, of course, the, the circumstances with is inside. And so you're very fortunate that the biopsies were clear, very fortunate that there's no serious health issue. It is irritating. It's because your being is helping you to bring something to your awareness, because most likely, one of the things you want to learn in this lifetime is to show up as your authentic self. Yeah, but what if I want to keep that separate from the people I work with? You know what I mean? And I do it consciously that I, you know, am private. So, and it's, and I'm 50. Uh-huh. So I would have thought that I ha- would have this throat problem because of the- I know what it means when you're holding in stuff, right. you know, like earlier on than, than this. Why? I, I don't think there's an age, you know, specific category on not learning anymore or not expanding or continuing your awareness. Okay. And and being private, I, I can understand being private, but it's it's mostly about showing up and saying how you feel, even if everyone else feels completely the opposite. Because when people have important parts of themselves, like speaking your truth, let's say with your consciousness, that somehow it's important for you, or this would not be highlighted in your life, this would not be an, an issue, if you will, up. So you exp- expressing your truth not is not only just good for you, but it's good for everyone around you, because they're going to learn something from you. And speaking one's truth is not about being popular or being well-liked. It's just about expression, being free to express what's inside of you, allow your creativity and your natural wisdom to flow through. Okay. And, you know, and I felt that I've been doing that, but I've, obviously I am not fully because this problem came about. But, okay. So at work it feels like you are? That, that you do that at work it feels like it? What, be more private and held held back? Okay, because I couldn't hear a yeah. part of what you said. So at work, you feel private and held back. Yeah, right. And but in my personal life, I'm pretty I pretty much feel like I'm open and, and, and sharing with my life with my partner. And Great. That's excellent. So try working on, on the work situation, because here's what could happen. Let's say you go to work, you're more expressive of, of who you are, and maybe you held yourself back because you're afraid of... Perhaps people not working well with you or thinking that you're odd or something of that nature. But when you hold yourself back, there could be a circumstance in terms of maybe you're supposed to even have a different job or have a different occupation. And when you speak your truth, you get to see what your life is really like. Because when you show up authentically, you get to experience your life as as if it's really real versus kind of censoring or camouflaging experiences. And if indeed that happens where you feel out of place more or more uncomfortable, it may force you to go get a different job or maybe yeah. maybe somebody will listen to you and like who you are and offer you a great job. And so being authentic with yourself is what you really want to do rather than holding yourself back. 
Yeah, I understand what you're saying, and and you know, to that what you just said, I I am totally out there for that part of, of who I am. I guess, you know, I, you know, I am uh, you know a lesbian woman, and uh-huh. that that part of me I keep real private at work, and I don't know if that's trying to now, you know, it could be push ahead and yeah, because you know one of the things you do live in a liberal state, you know, we are a lot more relaxed than other parts of the country when it comes to you know, same-sex relationships and many other things. So, and, and maybe that's something that is really important that if you, if indeed that's what this, the actual subject matter is, that you speak it in your work situation, maybe that would be really great educational information for other people so that they can also learn to go, wow, that's great, congratulations, or ask you some questions if they're curious and, and you answer something pretty nonchalantly and, and then someone else has a healing about relationships and sexuality you don't know, but censoring yourself holds you back from your truth and holds other people from their own growth and expansion of consciousness because okay. truth sets everyone free. Right, right. Yeah, okay. good. And good. will you keep me posted? I want to, you know, if, if you go ahead and challenge yourself on whatever subject matter you've decided is what you need to be more expressive about, um, I'd like to know how your mouth is doing to see okay. if, if that makes some changes for you or not. Okay, Okay, sure. so let me know because I'd love to know. Yeah, because there's going to be a big event on the 12th. That's our office party, and I'm planning on taking my partner there, and it's going to be like, <laughs> how do you introduce this person type of thing. My know? Here's my partner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Good okay. luck. Great. Thank Enjoy. you. Enjoy. You're welcome. Okay. Happy Bye. holidays. Yeah, same to you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. So tonight on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, we're talking about problems. And I believe problems are blessings. And, of course, last week's show was about count your blessings, uh, something of that nature, right? It was, it was a little provocative, some of the stuff we talked That's about. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and so um, tonight we're talking about the things that we think are a problem. And my job tonight will help you decide perhaps maybe it's not a problem and help lead you to some sort of resolution. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Okay, we've got Stephanie calling in from Seattle. Hi, Stephanie. Uh, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I am great. Thank you. Good. Well, I would like to ask you about a physical problem I've just developed over the last couple of weeks. I've developed some uh, fairly good pain in my uh, left hip, mm. and um, I was just wondering if you had any insight on that. I'm, sure. I'm kind of buffaloed as to what could be causing it. And so in the last week, you said? Last couple of weeks. Uh-huh, right. And, and it does look significant to me. Um, I think there is a little bit of a chronic condition in there. So, okay. you know, maybe something that was stirring for a while. Maybe there's even some alignment problem. That could be why I feel kind of a chronic disalignment. You oh, have, okay. You have a very interesting energy field. Oh. Um, in, in my opinion, you're kind of a complicated person. Okay. Is that true for you? Um, I think, yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean it as a compliment. I, I think, uh-huh. you know, the, the more diverse we are, the more interesting we are. Uh-huh. But, but when I'm in your aura, there's just a lot of activity, a lot going on. And, and then when I listen to your voice and I kind of look at your face and your being, uh-huh. you have this kind of more still demeanor, but yet your fields look just a little chaotic. Oh, so okay. Is your is your life, you know, somewhat chaotic? And do you just hold a space in, in a little bit of the storm, or? Um. Well, I. Th- yes, I think that's true, and and I'm at a point too right now where I'm really uh, realizing that I want to change uh, my life. Good. And so I'm thinking about a lot of different things. And good, good. Well, guess what the hips are about. Well, I think that's your first chakra. Uh huh. 
That's true. It is your first chakra because it governs the bones all the way down to the toes, every muscle, tendon, ligament, including the coccyx, uh-huh. um, the sciatic nerves, and the colon. So you're absolutely correct. And the hips are about moving forward in your life. Ah. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. And the left hip uh-huh. is about receiving while you uh-huh. move forward in your life. And when I look at the, when uh-huh. I go back to your aura again, which, you know, looks a little gray for me with a lot of debris, like space debris. It's just a metaphor to let me know that there's a little bit of chaos going on. Okay. And so when I'm in the left hip and we're talking about moving forward and about receptivity, I think one of the things, and I think you already know this, that you Uh may want to change in your life is maybe not helping others as much as you do. Uh, Yes, that's very true. Right. And and not that I'm going to ask you to not help people anymore, Uh but to maybe use as much energy as you do for others for yourself, you know, divide your energy in a healthy way yeah. so that you can also receive. Yes, that sounds good. I'm I'm a nurse, although I'm oh. not taking care of people at the moment. I have a desk job, but I'm getting really tired of that. And then when I think of my other options in nursing, I, I just don't want to do hands-on care for people right now. Well, I think you're right on. I, yeah. I, I think it's time for change, and I think it's time to move forward. So what would you like to do if you're not going to do hands-on nursing care and you don't want to work at the desk anymore? What would you like to do? <laughs> you know, I I am, I'm honestly just don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, you know, blank slates are very powerful. To have Good. a blank slate <laughs> means that... Anything could come into view. Anything could be pictured on the whiteboard, right? Uh And so perhaps what would work for you at this time is to dream, like really dream big. Pretend like you're seven or eight years old and your parents have told you, and hopefully they did, but most Uh likely they didn't. Uh Hopefully they told you that you can be whatever you want. Okay. So if you can start to to be like that, act more from a child's mind, a child's point of view of excitement Uh and and no limitation, then Uh you can allow creative energy to come in and let you know what is in your highest good, what is in your best interest. And most Uh likely, just like what um, Tom and I were talking about earlier, it's going to be random. Uh (laughs) And it's not going to be most likely anything that you've thought about in terms of, wow, I, I never thought that Maybe that's something that I'd like to do. Well, that would be exciting. Wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so while you're doing this whiteboard, blank uh-huh. slate kind of preparational work, if you will, mm-hmm. it'll be important for you to learn to receive because, okay. you know, nursing, and I know because I was a nurse, Right. it's a hard job. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's a wonderful job. I loved my job. I'm grateful for it. You know, it's, it's a wonderful job, uh-huh. but it's a lot of giving. It is. Mm-hmm. And I look at two professions, um, you know, generally like nursing and teaching, mm-hmm. and, you know, perhaps these people aren't even being paid as well as they could be for all that they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they uh, give and give and give and give and give. And, right. and so they're generally not great receivers. And yeah. so okay. you, you want to move forward in your life. That's what your hips are telling you. Okay. And your body says you need to receive. Okay. That's what your hip is screaming at you. Receive, receive. <laughs> <sighs> So that you can have the energy to create what you want and to mm-hmm. allow yourself to fill in the blank slate. Okay. So there's one word I want you to start practicing out loud. Can okay. you imagine what that word is? Receive? No, oh, that's a great word, too. But oh. <laughs> no, really, that's, that's uh-huh. a great idea. But uh-huh. the word, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because to receive means to be passive. It means to um, hold still. It's not about being active. Uh-huh. It's not about doing it's about allowing yourself to be given to in some way. 
Okay. Or just sitting and being quiet and being still and taking in light or meditation or uh-huh. a bath, uh-huh. right? So the word no, because so that you can create space in your day. To For go- myself. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds very good. Good. Um, and I, I think that your hip uh-huh. may, you know, ha- have you had any um, chiropractic work? Uh, I haven't. Yeah. Um, and... Um, I think it's something you might want to consider because when I look at that hip again, I'm uh-huh. back into a little bit of a chronic condition, and I think there might be some misalignment. You know, like, yeah, I was kind of wondering about that myself. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so good. Okay. Yeah, and then follow. Here's one of the things about things that we think are problems is a lot of times we'll get excited and we'll do some activities that are suggested for like a week or two weeks or maybe a month. Uh And then if we don't have a resolution, then we Uh just kind of give up and we go, oh, never mind. It's not going to happen. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. And, you know, Tom and I were talking about how we were actually working on something for an entire year, Uh individually, totally different subject matters. And and we didn't know when it was going to happen or if it was going to happen. And then Uh within that year, uh-huh. Lo and behold, it manifested, but it did take an entire year. So, oh my goodness, a year is not a very long time. No, it, it isn't in the big scheme of things. No, so, I mean so. I can't believe it's Christmas I, I, already. <laughs> I have to go shopping. I have to get a tree. I got to put lights up. I've got a lot of stuff to do in the next couple of weeks. Right, me too. So yes, I know uh, time has just gone by so fast. Very so, fast. So okay, so. In other words, kind of be patient and don't give up quickly. Please. In fact, I would stay in the path of whatever of what we talked about and any other things that come to light for you that feel good, that help you move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it takes time. There's a whole timing element in, in the universe. Uh-huh. And the earth plane is a little bit more complicated because we're a physical reality. And so things take time, like uh-huh. a, a great job that perhaps you would be interested in. Maybe it's not going to become available for six months. And then they finally put out an advertisement for it a month uh-huh. later. Uh-huh. And so if you were to stop doing the things that help you move forward before that time period, you may not be in an energetic match. Yeah. Okay. I would miss that. Yeah. So it, it, if you can stick in there and have some faith that it's all going to work out in some weird, synchronistic, random <laughs> way. <laughs> okay. All right. Because it will. That's oh. how the universe works. Not how you think it will. And okay. not when you think it will either. Okay. its own timeline. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That was such a good question. Oh, good. Well, thank you very much. That's all really helpful. And I I think I will go to a chiropractor. Yeah. You know, at least you can ask their opinion about it. But your hip is actually looking pretty gray to me, which is not necessarily Uh a color for chronic, but I kept hearing the word chronic. And while you and I've been talking, energy has been moving into your hip. And now it's turning red, which is more of an acute um, uh, color for me, oh, but, uh-huh. but that's good because that means the energy's shifting. The okay. gray has dissipated. There's some light moving in. You may notice um, within, you know, by tomorrow, some decrease in the discomfort, uh-huh. but still continue to do this work so that your hip doesn't have to yell at you. Oh, I will. In the future. I will because I really do want to move forward and change things. I know you do, and I'm excited for you. <laughs> will you keep us posted? I really like it when people write and tell me. I okay. have books full of cards from people telling me about their lives. And so oh. whether people write into the website or send me a card or call back in and, okay. and tell us about it, it makes me very happy. So okay, we'd great. all love to know how you're doing. Good. I'd love to. So Okay, good. Good okay. luck. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. So tonight, um, tonight on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, we are talking okay. about potential problems. 
And so the things that we think are problems, and, and they show up in our life, and but from our last two callers, they showed up in physical problems. And then I was able to um, bring up some awarenesses about what they could be based on the energy medicine that I understand. And, and then um, lead them towards some possible solutions and tools that they can use to actually move through what their being is talking to them. Like our first color was her mouth, second color is the hip. And so things that we think are problems are really gifts. And our being, our mind, our body, our spirit is talking to us all the time, 24-7. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And when, when we come back, um, We'll get on the phone again. And, Tom, why don't you give out those phone numbers one more time? Okay. If anybody has a question tonight, go ahead and give us a call. one 825 8828 That number one more time, 877-825-8828. We can give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. Wonderful. And we will be right back with the Marie Manucherry Show. PatriciaZielinskiDesigns.com, the place to go for unique, creative, contemporary gifts. As an artist, Patricia's mission is to make cool, creative designs that are affordable without sacrificing quality. Each design is a contemporary work of functional art created out of metal and handcrafted to order with great care and pride. Best of all, everything is priced under $50. Choose from a variety of items such as book accessories, picture frames, bud vases, items for the business person, the wine lover, and even the bird lover in your life. So if you are looking for a gift as original as the person you are shopping for, visit Patricia Zielinski, that's spelled Z-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y, designs.com. A link to Patricia's website can also be found on Marie's website. Looking for a great place to get the word out about your business? Then why not advertise on the Marie Menu Cherry Show? The Marie Menu Cherry Show reaches a diverse group of listeners from all around the world and was just recently voted one of the top five shows on KKNW. Aside from a professional website, how many outlets do you really have to promote your business and literally reach across the globe? The Marie Manucherry Show has a listening audience that ranges from the U.S., Scotland, South Africa, to Australia, and beyond. Become part of the show and let the world know what you have to offer. Go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 to find out more about advertising on the Marie Manucherry Show. Rates are reasonable, and the opportunity to grow your business is substantial. The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Why does some music just seem to lift you up every time you listen to it? Let's see, the style, the flashy technical skills of the musician, the packaging? Narayan, I think it's more subtle than that. It's the intention. And that's what we aimed for on our CD, Why Not Now? The music on Why Not Now comes from a deep and joyful place. The power of intention in music. Conscious contemporary music by your loved. Get yours today at livingmusicradio.com. On the AM band at 1150 and on the FM HD band at 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back to the Marie Manucherry Show. This is Marie live in Seattle. Um, I just wanted to let you know who our guest will be next week. He will actually be in the studio. His name is David Pond. He lives in Olympia, Washington. He's an astrologer. Um, David holds a Master of Science degree in Experimental Metaphysics from Central Washington University. David is the author of two books, Astrology and Relationships and the Chakras for Beginners. He's also the author of a brand new book about joy. And so we're going to be talking about his new book. I'm actually going to go... uh, the same week um, to his book signing, so I'm very excited um, to see David and his wife, Lori, again. I met them when I was in the Teton Wellness Festival and just totally enjoyed him. Karen and I just thought he was so positive. So I'm thrilled to have him on the show next week, and he'll be taking your calls and answering your questions and talking about joy and bliss and happiness and all that wonderful stuff. A bunch of happy. Yeah, a bunch of happy. A bunch of happy. We're going to be so happy, yeah. <laughs> I'm not with that. I like being happy. Yeah. Yay, yay. I'm sure you'll like him. You haven't met him yet, but I just know you're going to really like him. He's lovely. Excellent. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Okay, we've got Alan calling from Kirkland. Hi, Alan. Hello. How are you? Very good. Great. What can I do for you tonight? Um, I, uh, the first thing I'd like to find out is about how to contact or get to know my uh, spirit guide better. Sure. Is I feel that I'm getting input. But uh, I, I can't. I'd like to make it more personal, uh, as far as and set up a stronger dialogue with him. Uh huh. And so, what kind of input are you getting from your guides? Uh, my I get intuition mm-hmm. and, uh, on, on a real consistent basis. Great. Yeah. And, and the, s- go and ahead. So I feel uh, close in that respect, but I, I like to have it more personal. Right, and in other words, you have some personal questions that you would like to have answered. Well, just, just for my spiritual development. Okay, all it's right. Just so I can keep well, it moving along and sure yeah, refine it. Sure. Um, one of the things that that guides feel a strong connection to with human beings, and it could be because we're eighty percent water, is is that when you meditate, if you can visualize water while you're connecting with your guides. Okay. And they enjoy that. Or you can be in the bath or by the lake or near a pond. But that really helps for a deeper sense of intimacy with guides. Okay. And, and your guides are talking to me and they, they're telling me you're doing a great job. You know, things are moving along. And they just wish that you would appreciate yourself a little bit more in this endeavor that you've undertaken and have undertaken su- successfully. Because they say that you're hard on yourself and that you're not really appreciating you. It's like you're wanting more and more and more and more versus... Ah, oh, kind of taking a deep breath and going, "Wow, that was fantastic!" Type of a thing. Is that true? Uh, probably still, yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, I, I tend to be uh, demanding. Uh, ah. Of myself. Yes, and so you know, guides are here to support you, and their um, personalities or the things that their talents are a reflection of your personality and and the talents that you can embody and that are in your highest good. And so when you're not appreciating yourself and your endeavors, particularly communicating with your guides, it's a a wonderful feat. Congratulations. Um, Then, then that's where the disconnect comes from. That's maybe why you don't feel like the relationship is intimate as, as you would like it to be because they're here for you, cheerleading you, thinking you're amazing no matter what you choose. And then even when things are going well, you're still critiquing yourself. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think that's going to make a big change and then use the water in in some regard. And then I think you're going to feel that deeper touch, if you will, or deeper bond with these beings who are um, great, great friends for you. Do do you see a a name to to help get the ball rolling? Yeah, well, I will tell you that I think your primary guide is a male. 
Um, and uh, he's, he's a very interesting man. I'll, I'll describe him just in a moment, but to answer the question about names, guides don't care if you call them peanut butter. They, they really don't care what name you use. What is important is that you choose a name that has some meaning for you. And you can do it in meditation if you want to, thinking of water again, using that. Uh, you can certainly do that. Or maybe there's names that are very endearing to you. They want it to have meaning for you. Uh, most people on the other side don't use names. Um, they read each other's energy and feel one another. That's really how communication and, and recognition is found, not through names like here on the earth plane. So. Okay. You can pick any name you want. Here's the interesting about interesting thing about your guide, which he is a reflection of you, is he, he reminds me of a mountain man and an astronaut at the same time. So he loves the outdoors. He's very comfortable with being in solitude. He communicates with animals. He knows herbs and medicines. Uh, he can be out in the middle of winter if he needed to. And he also loves the stars. And he's definitely been a traveler. In other words, he's has traveled the galaxies. And so he is a representation of you and your capabilities and how far and expansive you can go in your awareness and in your travels, even if it's while you're here on Earth, but expanding out dimensionally. And he's lovely. He's very smart and wise. He has brown hair, blue eyes, a beard. That's why he looks like the mountain man kind of guy. Uh-huh. He looks like he's about 6'2 and really stocky. So that's what he looks like to me anyway. Interesting. He actually looks a lot like me. Oh, that's you know, interesting. I don't, I don't have a beard now, but I used to. But you used to. Well, that's very interesting. Hmm. And do you like the outdoors as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. And just, uh, I, I tend to spend most of my time indoors, but yeah. uh, I do, um, yeah. it, it speaks to me. Yeah, and, and so I would recommend that you spend a lot of time outside, and even camping for several days out in the wilderness on your own would be a great idea for you. That That's going to really help you connect to your deep, intimate spirituality. Okay. Yeah, and you like being by yourself. So. Yes, I do. Yeah, so it should be perfectly fine, but yeah, it's a, when I met my very first guide, um, Who's, I call him Kozar. That's his name. You know, that's the name that I've chosen for him, if you will. And uh, he was wearing this burlap robe, and I was in a meditation. <laughs> and I didn't even know what spirit guides were at the time. And I called a friend, and I go, God, there's this guy. You know, he's in my meditation. He's wearing a burlap robe. She goes, okay, that's a spirit guide. I go, oh, okay. So I go back into meditation the next day, and I'm going, why are you wearing that itchy burlap robe? And he goes, well, my dear, you're a lot more spiritual than you realize. So, you know, certain aspects of myself that I wasn't aware of, <laughs> that I really hadn't paid attention to. And, and so that's why when your guides show up with specific traits, like your man, your mountain man, because right now I don't think you can get on a rocket anytime soon to go off and <laughs> investigate the galaxies. So for you, spending time, you know, even a couple days camping, even in cabin and going for long walks and hiking, you know, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, all of those things in, in some sort of solitude would be great for you. Fantastic. Good. Thank you. That was a great question. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening and happy holidays. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and go back to the phone lines. Who do we have, Tom? Okay, we've got uh, Dorothy calling in from Seattle. Hi, Dorothy. Hello? Yes. Hi, Dorothy. This is Marie. Hi, Marie. Hi. Um, I met you uh, in a Reiki class. Oh, um, great. Yeah, and I absolutely, I love the class, and um, I, I just love your show. It's so positive. And, Thank you. Um, I'm just calling in today because I'm feeling a little bit stuck, and I, I love the insights that you offer people. So instead of really asking you anything specific, I want to know if there's anything 
that you feel sure. um, guided to tell me. And thank you so much for taking the Reiki workshop. That's one of my favorite classes to teach. Just Yeah, I absolutely loved it. It was uh, wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad you did. They're such transformative classes, you know, the really intimate group of people and a lot mm-hmm. going on in a two and a half days and uh-huh. kind of feel like you've been in a rocket ship, I'm sure, you know, uh-huh. during that time period. So yeah. wonderful, Dorothy. Thank you. Well, here's what I get. I see a picture of you, and and I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember what you look like off the top of my head. I apologize for that. That's okay. But I'm I'm drawing a stick person um, picture of you, and it's in my mind, actually. There is actually hair on it. So I'm drawing this picture of you, and then I'm, in reference to your question, there's a box. It's kind of like starting at the solar plexus and then going down to the second chakra, so a little bit into the rib cage and then down to reproductive organs. And it's uh-huh. this big box that goes four to five inches away from your body as well, you know, and it, and it just feels like you're walking around with it. And I know you feel like you're stuck, but what I keep getting is that you're working your you-know-what off. Yeah. You're, you're working so hard. You're doing a ton of inner work. And one of the things that most of us forget is that when you're doing inner work, number one, it feels like the process is slow. It feels like you're really stuck because it's kind of quiet. It, there isn't a lot of, in, you know, there's intensity going on inside that you're not even completely aware of. And so the intensity outside kind of fizzles away and you think nothing's happening, but everything's happening. Sure. So I would like you to think that perhaps you're on a little bit of, of a time out that, that okay. your, your body's on a little bit of a time out, okay. m- meaning that you're right. Nothing extraordinary is happening around you because everything extraordinary is happening inside of you. And that's where it needs to happen first. Okay. Right. Just like, you know, I haven't gone into the specifics of what Tom and I were working on because they're kind of new things and we can't totally talk about them on the air as of late, as of right now. We're not at liberty to say. We're not at liberty to say. Yeah. But someday um, we will. Right. When we're ready. When we're ready, we'll talk about them. Right. And so um, and, and so all that time, that year that was going on, that we were working on these things, both of us complained about these things, thinking that nothing was happening, we weren't getting any results, kind of what's wrong with this, and we were, you know, helping each other out, and my girlfriend Janet was helping us when we'd get off the show, she'd give us little pep talks and whatnot. And, and so that's what it feels like when you're doing deep inner work. It's like, who turned off the lights? Nothing's going on. I'm bored to death. Where in the heck are my results? Mm-hmm. So you're not stuck. You're working your behind off, and you're doing okay. an excellent job. So the box really means that the shop is active. It's kind of like if we were to look at a crew of people who work at night and the lights are dark, but nobody knows that the shop is actually you know, active because people aren't moving in inside and out because it's dark outside, and the shop is somewhere out in some industrial area of a city. But the shop is incredibly active, and a ton is going on. Okay. And and I think that probably by the first week in February, you're going to start to see external results because that's what happens is you do all this inner work and you feel like nothing's going on. And then all of a sudden your external life starts to change and it's all these random things that just come out of nowhere that shock you, surprise you. And lo and behold, you have what you wanted. Well, that sounds great. Good. So I think by the first week in February, you're going to start to notice signs like synchronicities and signs. And by the third week of March, you're going to be going, oh, my gosh. So that's awesome. So even though I told you that, um, I want you to nurture yourself, be kinder to you and don't have 
don't have an expectation for February or March. Just right, kind right. of pretend I didn't mention it, if you can. Yeah, yeah. And just live your life so that there won't be this expectation. Mm-hmm. Okay? That makes sense. Good, good. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Yes, and thank you so much for having me on the show. You're and I, welcome. I, I hope you keep doing the great work you're doing. I think it's awesome. Thank you so much, Dorothy. I look forward to seeing you in classes next year. Oh, thank you. Sure. Happy holidays. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. So tonight on Marie Manucherry Show, we're talking about problems, or I think as I put it on the website, messes. <laughs> so things <laughs> that we think are a mess, that are a major problem, and they're but really not. But they don't have to call if they like spilled over a carton of milk or no. some water. So just a paper towel will fix that. <laughs> don't have to call for that one. Yeah, we're talking for those other messes, right? Those other big messes. messes in life, right? Yeah. yeah. The proverbial mess. <laughs> the proverbial mess. There you go. So who do we have on the line? Oh, we've got Noreen calling in from Woodenville. Hi, Noreen. Hi. Hi, this is Marie. What can I do for you tonight? Well, I've got a couple things going on. I've been, <clears throat> I've been um, uh, accepting or, or no, not accepting, understanding some of the things that have been going on, uh, or I should say not going on in my life. But not going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And... Uh, um, specifically, uh, one is one of the things that's going on is that I, I discovered this lump ah. on the on the le- my left side, right at the base of my rib cage. Did you call in before about that? No. Huh. Okay. Must be a different color. Go ahead. <laughs> and I'm just kind of curious what you see. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is that I <clears throat> I tend to hold a lot of tension yeah. in mm-hmm. my shoulder blades, mm-hmm. and I want to know why I'm doing that. Okay. Okay, so first let's start with the lump that you found. Is that um, on your right-hand side? On left. On the left, huh? So that's very interesting. So what I recommend is that when you find things, go to the doctor. <laughs> you know, I, I really do. I mean, we, we have MRI machines, CT scanners, mammograms. And, and, and so I can give you my perception, but wouldn't it, that be awful if I said everything's okay and then you find out that it's not, you know, a right, year down the right, road. Right, I understand that. Yeah, so I, I'm a proponent for um, making sure that we get our health checkups. I think that's very important. And um, the interesting thing is it's connected to the rib, and it feels because it's, does it move? It, you know, instead, no. It just stays solid. Uh-huh. Okay. That's really interesting because my perception, it was on the other side of your body, which is interesting. And my perception is that it moves. It's not doing either one of those things. So all the more reason why you should go get a checkup, right? Because my perception isn't chilling with its location and the way it's performing, number one, right? Right. Um, The rib cage is about storing grief. So men and women historically store grief in their rib cage and something like breast cancer, not that I'm talking about breast cancer because your the rib is lower in in your body as well. Correct. It's it's not up on top close to your breast. It's lower. It's almost the tip of, you know, the second to the last um, rib, you know, it's pretty low down there. Is that true? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that part is accurate in my assessment. Right. So breast cancer is a disease of grief. And that's what happens is that grief gets stored in the rib cage, and then after it builds up quite a bit, um, it begins to spill out into the body, and it can cause problems and things of that nature. 
And and so I would say that number one, you've got grief going on in, in your body, uh-huh. regardless yes. of what this cute little lump is. And notice what I said, cute little lump. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, yes. Because until you go to the doctor, and unless anyone tells you differently, right, a professional who looks at you, it's yes. a cute little lump. <laughs> okay? We're keeping it positive and all of that good stuff. And, and he, he, what I'm getting most of all is that uh, there's a long historical situation in your family about feeling disappointment. Yes. And and I know this one. It's it's kudos in my family, both sides, huge disappointment and something that I've worked on for years in my family and so have my cousin and other people in my family. And and so you have this grief about it, you know, grief about other things as well, but it's like one disappointment after the next, after the next, mm-hmm. after the next. And and so what I'm gonna ask that you do is feel the disappointment, cry, because when you have grief you need to express it. You need to feel it and let it out of your body. Okay. Okay. And then once you get, you know, like a good cry or a good feeling or whatever it is, and you can feel it kind of moving out of your body because you know how to feel energy. Is this true? Yes. Yeah. So you're going to know, you're going to feel it flowing out of your body. And then what I want you to do when you've had a nice release is find something to be happy about because you want to actually retrain your body to feel different things because when you feel consistent disappointment, you're going to continue to attract disappointment into your life. Yes. Right. And, and yes. We're, we're done with that. You know, it's like, yes. let's put that away. And that, that was nice for a few lifetimes, but let's just finish that. Yeah. Okay. I would love to. <laughs> Yay. So you literally, and, and that's that whole part about when you have something in your life that you think is a mess. One of the things that was really challenging for me is being single for the last seven years. And uh-huh. I worked really hard to not be um, really hard, harder than I would have recommended <laughs> to anyone else. <laughs> and then it dawned on me when my youngest daughter moved out of the house that it was so great I was single all that time. You know, yeah. I got to spend all this wonderful attention with my kids. There wasn't this, although I complained about being single, which I'm sure was irritating to them. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't, you know, having dramatic relationships and trying to fit people into my family. And, and I just got to spend time with my teenagers until they all went to college. Yes. And so in retrospective, retrospectively, I got to look at it and go, wow, what a blessing. That wasn't a problem. What yeah. a gift. Right? I, I did the same thing. Wonderful. So that's probably why that story came up. And, and so uh, I want you to teach yourself how great your life is, how wonderful it is. Focus on the things that truly make you happy. Release the grief. That's important. Don't let it store in your body. And then let out the, you know, let the joy back in so you can retrain your body that your life is great. It's amazing. And we only expect more of the amazing. Do you see yes. what I mean? Yes. And just like with the last caller, this is going to take time. You know, it's, so you work on it for a couple of weeks and, and then all something, something happens and you're going to feel disappointed again. And then if you don't allow yourself to come back to your joy, if you release your grief, um, then you're going to start to spiral down to that, you know, beautiful Alice in Wonderland place. And it's hard to get out of that. But that's, yeah. a, that's a family pattern. And in this lifetime, you want to end it. Yes, I do. Stop the cycle. Please. Please. <laughs> And go to the doctor and have them fill your lump <laughs> so, <laughs> so that we can know that you're okay. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, feel, I, I don't feel any apprehension about it. Good. Um, Good. Um, it's just there, and it doesn't hurt. 
great. It's just there. But, you know, lots of lumps don't hurt. You know, not having pain doesn't mean one thing or the other necessarily. I mean, having pain can certainly mean certain things. But I like that you don't have apprehension for it. And I couldn't really see it clearly. I was on the other side of your body. Um, but I, you know, I, I, and I'm sure everybody else who's listening will be really happy when you go to the doctor and have it checked out and they, and they give you a clean bill of health. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And practice and remember, this is something I've worked on for years and so have many members of my family. And so we cheerlead you and we're excited for you and we're excited for you learning to live a life without disappointment. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Tom, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Okay. We've got Nancy calling from Newcastle. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Well, I, I started with maybe just the general what's going on, and then <laughs> I have some family things, okay. and I'm wondering about that. But then I, I think even more compelling is um, what's up with my lack of connection to my guides, not being able to um, connect? Right. Well, you know... I, I like all of your questions, uh-huh. and the one I wrote down, because sometimes I have a piece of paper, Tom hands me paper, and I write uh-huh. and scribble things, and, and I wrote family things on here. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so I can't get away from it if I wanted to. Right. Okay. Although, that's what I really want you to do, is get away from it, because I think you get so wrapped up in all the family things, then it's hard for you to connect to some, maybe some really strong connective family links, like your guides. You know, because just because we share DNA with individuals doesn't mean that they're real family. Right, right. And, and Great I, reminder. I know you love your family very, very much, but I see you trying to fix everyone. Oops. At least that's my perception. Yes, that's correct. Okay. And so I just, can you just let them be broken, please? Yes. Okay. Because you know, it's not always our job to fix our family. I, I lear- have learned the hard way that it's my job to let my family teach me what I need to learn and let us all be okay exactly the way we are. All right. And and so if you can stop trying to fix everyone and and recognize that whatever you've decided is broken is also beautiful and what makes that person unique and the relationship unique, then I think you're going to have the energy to connect with your guides. And your guides are funny. Oh, they're very funny. They have a great sense of humor because they're laughing right now. I mean, I can just hear them in my head just chuckling because you want to have a strong connection with them, but you've got to let go of these external connections that are draining your energy. Ah, okay. That makes such perfect sense. Totally draining your energy. So your family is a great um, teacher for you because it's okay to not help people. You know, one way to look at it is everyone comes here to earth, is empowered, is powerful, and has free will. And everyone's creating whatever's happening in their life regardless. And if it takes someone 400,000 lifetimes to figure it out, oh, well, so oh, that's okay. Yes. okay. And, and so you enjoy your family the way they are, which helps you to unconditionally love yourself. Because when we want to fix other people and we have this obsession with it, sorry, that might be a strong word, um, that means that we're also judging ourselves. Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. So let them be broken. Okay. And because they're not. And, I, I understand that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and then I think you'll have the energy to connect with your guides. They're oh, funny. Wonderful. Okay. Funny, funny, funny guides. Oh, good. Well, I could use more of that levity. So. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. That's I hope that helps. Very helpful. Very oh, good. pointed and, and um, concise and um, just what I needed to hear and, and helps me to uh, 
to kind of move in a direction. So thank you so You're much, so Marie. You're so welcome. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. Happy Have a great holidays. holiday. Thank you. Thank okay. you, you, too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. So we're going to go ahead and go to our next caller because we're getting down to the wire here. Okay. We've got Christina calling from Issaquah. Hi, Christina. Hello. Hello. This is Marie. What can I do for you tonight? Well, I have a fantastic business opportunity at my doorstep, and it's a really kind of a life-changing thing, and I'm very, very confident that it's going to work out. I was just hoping maybe you could help me with maybe when it might happen. (laughs) Well, here's one of the things I love about you, and I don't think we've ever met, have we? No. Okay, yeah. I just, there's, as soon as I heard your voice and heard your question, I'm just like, oh, I just love these type of people. Because, <laughs> because number one, you read opportunities really well. You generally get everything that you want. Would you say that's true? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you really do. You're very fun, fortunate. So if you have a good feeling about this great business opportunity, then we know ding, 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 ding. Of course it's going to happen <laughs> because that's the type of person you are. And my dear, because you tend to force energy in the world, you tend to push it just a tad, um, which is, helps you to create. I want you to let go of when. I will give you my timeline after the first of the year. There's, there's just you know some loose ends that need to be done or ironed out, or it could even be into February or March, but definitely after the first of the year. Well, that's quite all right with me. I That's fine. I just wanted to make sure we're not talking, you know, six months or a year. Because I don't think so. You know, I mean, okay. let's say worst case scenario would be six months, but I think it'll be definitely before then. Or, or what you'll notice is the building of putting everything together and getting it organized so that you're going to feel confident that this is going to happen. But you get what you want all the time. So I think you can just feel confident that it's going to happen and relax and enjoy whatever vacation that you may hopefully have before you <laughs> set. Yeah. Cause I know how busy you are. Um, yeah. So that you can go ahead and move on to this next wonderful opportunity. Do you see anything that I can do to make this transition smoother? Uh-huh. Relax, stop worrying, <laughs> let go, surrender, and just have gratitude. Okay. Okay. I can I can do that. Okay. And congratulations for your new Thank opportunity. Thank you so much. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. I know you'll do very, very well. Thank you so much. You're welcome and happy holidays. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night. So we've been talking tonight about messes and not the spilled milk kind, right? No. None <laughs> of that. Although that... That's the more serious mess in my life these uh, days. Well, especially is, around all this electronic equipment. We can't spill anything. Well, oh, God, no. God, God <laughs> we have to no, be very careful. Here. Yeah, <laughs> not in here. We're not spilling anything No, in we're here. not spilling any. We don't have any drinks in here. Yes, yeah. no. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's going on. Nothing. And so just a reminder, next week I'll be live again between 7 and 8 o'clock at night, Thursday, Pacific Standard Time here in Seattle. All my shows are um, podcasted. You can download them or you can listen to the archives on your PC, but you can download them on your iPod. And we will have David Pond. He's a has a master's degree in experimental uh, metaphysics from Central Washington. He is an astrologer. He's, he's an author. He's a really lovely man. Um, so he explores consciousness in the horoscope and astrology, counseling, um, and he's a regular um, astrologer all the time. In fact, I'm going to actually have a reading with him tomorrow. I'm really excited about it. I'll be talking to him on the phone. So next Thursday with David Pond. Until then, and always, I wish everyone joyful blessings, happy holidays, and thank you so much for listening. Good night.
views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.